What is up? Welcome back to Side Piece Season, the only podcast with the audacity to blame you for everything that went wrong in your relationship. So outside is my happy place. Pretty much anywhere outside. But, you know, when I was like a toddler, I fell in love with the beach. And then when I was a Boy Scout, mountains and the forest got added to that. And hell, I even thought that I was going to go to the Amazon jungle one day. But outside was freeing. It was exciting. It was fun. And honestly, back in my childhood, I preferred to be anywhere rather than being at home. These days, I'm a bigger fan of hiking. And in hiking, there's just three rules. Rule one, never hike alone. Rule two, dress appropriately. Dress for success. And rule number three, prepare for emergencies, which falls right in line with the Boy Scout motto of be prepared. Pretty straightforward. All great rules. I try to adhere to them, but to be honest, I hit the trail solo a lot. It's meditative for me. And so whenever I can, whenever the opportunity presents itself, I'll go for a hike. And if I'm by myself, so be it. And since I know I'm breaking rule number one, I always double down on the other rules. So I scout out the weather really well. I pack whatever extra clothes I need, think I might need in a waterproof bag. I've got water. I've got food, a little bit of first aid. And then I'll go ahead and let my sister know exactly where I'm going, how long I think it'll be, when I'm coming back. The works. When I'm out there on the trail, I don't go crazy. I push myself, but not too hard. And I keep the risky behavior to a minimum. I know my limitations. And the number one risk is that you'll fall and hurt yourself in some significant way that prevents you from making it back home. Something that you do that just prevents you from getting yourself back to safety. And people are always turning up missing. Something happens and then there's broken bones, concussions, the weather changes, you don't have food, cell phone dies, or you don't even have reception. It can get wild out there, no doubt. Whatever. With hiking in general, everybody's out there for different reasons. So if they're going to just go and do a quick little hike, they're not necessarily thinking about all these things. Like They're just here for the exercise. They want to see the waterfall. They want to go birding. They're out there for boredom. They got invited and they didn't really want to come, but they didn't have anything else to do. So they just show up. Lots of different motivations, lots of different preparedness levels. Once I set out on a hike in Europe, it was in the 80s. I was wearing shorts. I didn't bring extra clothes. Next thing you know, a front push through. The temperature dropped down 40 degrees. I'm very nervous. Now I'm underdressed. I'm freezing. I haul ass to the nearest town, fortunately, and I was able to catch a ferry back home. But if you're not paying attention, you're going to get a little quick hike in and it's not going to be that big of a deal. A lot of things can happen out of the blue. Being prepared is the best thing that you can do. Obviously, you have to watch the ground. You're on uneven terrain. There's slippery rocks or it's just a slippery, muddy trail. Um, there's roots, shale, all kinds of things. Uh, there could be drop-offs. It can get downright treacherous out there. And also, you're hiking because you want to see the sights, right? Whatever there is, waterfalls, mountains, trees, animals. You came there to see that. You came there to enjoy that. So your focus has to be split on the terrain, where your footfalls are going to go, and what you're there to see. And sometimes, to enjoy what you're doing, you just have to stop and take it all in. You can't rush it. 
That's the safest, best way to do it. So now you're with this person that's in a rush and you don't get to enjoy what you came there for because their intentions, what they want to get out of it is totally different than what you wanted to get out of it. What they want to see, if anything, they might just be there for exercise. You're getting a whole different experience than you would want maybe by yourself. Regardless, best practice is for you to be there and be present. And for me, invariably when I'm hiking, at some point I start thinking about bear attacks or mountain lions. I don't know why my brain does that, but I'm not alone. Lots of people get these negative thoughts coming into their heads out of nowhere, and then they start to entertain that. But this is the perfect opportunity for you to shut that down, stop thinking crazy shit, and instead focus and learn and train your mind to be fully present. It doesn't make sense to waste your time thinking weird thoughts. And for some people, the thoughts are even crazier. Some are thinking about things like stumbling into a drug deal or a meth lab or a serial killer disposing a body. If you can think it, somebody's thought it. Take control of your thoughts, shut them down, and refocus on the now. Because the now is the experience that you're having. It's what you came there for. It's what you want from it. Focus on what is ahead of you, what is what is around you, what is there. Now, obviously, I'm not just talking about hiking. From the rules to the mindset to the intention, it all applies to relationships, right? Rule number one, never hike alone. Some of us are in a relationship totally ass alone. For real, sometimes they're with you as a placeholder. You're just there because they didn't have anything else to do. Whether it's boredom or they're using you to stave off loneliness or get over somebody else, they're not necessarily into you as much as the idea of a person. So in your relationship, if you find that you're alone, you might have to go your own way. Rule two, dress for success. Right? This is not about shoes. This is not about having some cold weather gear. This is about being comfortable with yourself for the long haul. In the hiking world, if you're uncomfortable wearing the wrong shoes, you're going to get blisters. They're going to mess with your feet. You won't be able to move as smoothly and without pain and discomfort. Same thing in your relationship and in life. You got to be comfortable in your own skin and in your own head for the long haul. What is it going to take for you to get to this place where you're comfortable in your own skin? You might be hung up on something from your past. Something that, try as you might, you have not allowed yourself to let go of. And I said allowed yourself because that's the key. Whatever you do, however you get to the better you, it's all about you allowing yourself to let go of the baggage, the bullshit, the abuse. Whatever it was, you are the one that actually gets yourself past it. You have that power in you. We all have that power in us, but we don't necessarily embody it. We don't necessarily act on it, and I'm not a psychiatrist. Uh, I'm a nurse and a podcaster, but I have seen people do some remarkable things with just a made-up mind. One time, a guy lost a leg, and I thought, wow, that'd be so terrible to lose a leg, and when I talked to him about it, once he was you know, off the ventilator and everything, the first thing he said to me is, I'm so happy that I'm alive. I could have died from this injury. Mindset. Made up mind. 
good intentionality, having everything in proper perspective, what for me would have been catastrophic and, and so horrible was for him price of admission. I don't know. I don't know what to call it. I can't, I can't speak for him, but at the end of the day, what breaks some of us only charges the battery in others. We have that power, all of us. It's just, how do you get to it? Speaking of psychiatrists, therapists, all of those things, they may be able to help you. Maybe not. At the end of the day, you have to find the tool that will work and get you to the level that you're trying to get to. Rule three, prepare for emergencies. When you're getting married, if you get married and have an official ceremony, they'll say in sickness and in health. When you're young and somebody throws that at you, you don't even really hear those lines because you don't think that any storms are actually coming. They are coming. So prepare yourself. Everyone gets seduced by the pleasure and the pleasant moment that is right now. And they don't necessarily consider that change and challenges are both constants in life. No way to tell what's coming your way. But you have to gird your loins, so to speak, and have that resolve that you're going to face whatever comes your way. And that links back to intentionality, mindset, discipline, all kinds of other things. If you're not in it for the – if you're in it for life, but your partner's only in it because it was convenient or they were bored, when push comes to shove, they're leaving you behind. They're not fighting for this relationship because it's really not that important to them. Now, don't get confused and think that when I say you should fight for a relationship that I'm saying you should fight for all relationships because some relationships just are not worth it. If you're with an abuser, there's no point in living in more hell for years and years and trying to love them harder so that they can change to be the person that you deserve and want. That's not going to happen. Not that it's impossible. Change usually comes from the individual. Something happens to them and they decide that they need to change. Typically, abusers never get to that point. Everything's been working fine for them by abusing you. They're getting exactly what they want from manipulating you. You can't just love them harder. That's a losing proposition 100% of the time. You have to be safe. You have to know how to get to where you're going. And sometimes you have to improvise and just make it up because you can't go the way you want it to go. A lot of the pathways that are set before us in relationships are pathways that don't lead anywhere or they lead to destruction and we follow them. That's what's been modeled for us. That's what we've been fed. So we are thinking of things and following these paths that are well-worn but don't lead to where we're trying to go. Sometimes you got to jump off the trail. And when you jump off the trail, that's even harder hiking. Stop doing what your friends are doing. What's working for your friends may not necessarily be working for you. So just because that's a well-worn pathway doesn't mean that that's the way for you. Moving forward, you might have to work even harder and do even more. And just like a hike, in a relationship, there's a certain level of work to be done. No matter how beautiful the scenery is, no matter how great the view is, you're going to have to exert yourself. There is a 
Effort is required. Some people hate that idea. They think that there's some sort of magic that happens when you're in a relationship and you love somebody, that it just works itself out. That is not the case. That has never been the case. That will never be the case. Just like hiking, there are parts of the relationships that will get difficult and and maybe downright strenuous. Harder than you've ever had to work before. A new unforeseen obstacle comes and you've got to get over, around, or through it. You have to be prepared for everything. When it's easy, anybody can do it. So when the going gets tough, they get going, right? They'll walk away from you. They'll leave you high and dry. The only person that you have any semblance of control over is yourself. Be ready to get yourself back home safely, even if that means by yourself. Get a compass so that you don't get lost. DM me at CyP underscore season. Rate, review, subscribe, and follow wherever you're listening. Tell a friend if you like it. And if you don't like it, tell an enemy it's the greatest thing you ever heard. Happy 4th. Remember, the National Suicide and Crisis Hotline is 988. Again, that's 988. As always, be good to yourself. Be good to others. Y'all rock. Peace. All of this is designed to keep you from experiencing... 